Welcome, 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 guys, to Rusty Moy's podcast. I am so honored and grateful to be back again with some more meaningful content and also creativity. In episode one with your girl, Rusty, your host, is going to be discussing a little bit about stock market basics, what beginner investors should know, and maybe what you shouldn't know, and when would be a better time of the year. When would be a better time of the year than now to discuss stock market, okay? So I'm going to dive right in and discuss it right here on this beautiful platform. If you're not well-versed on the basics of the stock market, the stock trading information from CNBC or the market section of your favorite newspaper, then jump on board with your girl Rusty and we're going to discuss it right here on this platform. The stock market is made up of exchanges like the New York Stock Exchange. Um, The NAS stocks are listed on a specific exchange, which, which brings buyers and sellers together and acts as a market for the shares of those stocks. So if you want to know a little bit more about the stock basics, I'm going to start with the exchange tracks the supply and demand and directly related to the price of each stock. So if I just backpedal a little bit, but this isn't your typical market. You can't show up with a pick your shares off the shelf type attitude, like going to a grocery store and selecting produce. Individual traders are typically represented by brokers. These days, that's often an online broker. So let's be clear. You place your stock trades through a broker, which then deals with your exchange on your behalf. Need a broker? Then look for Best stock brokers for beginners only. The NYSE and the NAS are open from 9.30 to 4 Eastern Standard Time, where the pre-market and after-hours trading sessions are also available depending on your broker. Okay? So, you may see advertisements from Sophie, E-Trade, Acorn, um, and many others. Okay? I can't think of all of them off the top of my head. But you just go with what's matching you and make sure you have someone to assist. Understand the stock market. When people refer to the stock market being up or down, they're generally referring to one of the major market indexes. A market index tracks the performance of a group of stocks, which either represents the market as a whole or specific sector of the market, like technology or retail companies. You're likely to hear most, but the SAP. The NAS compositions and the Dow Jones Industrial Average, they're often used as proxies for performances of the overall market. So as we dive in, investors use indexes to benchmark the performances of their own portfolios and in some cases to inform their stock trading decisions. You can also invest an entire index through index funds and exchange trading funds or ETFs, which tracks a specific index or sector of the market 
Okay, so to learn a little bit more about ETFs, you might want to do the research so you can have a full understanding. I'm just giving you the basics, the general idea, so you can definitely do your own research on your own. But I just want to discuss a little bit about it because we um, want to be more involved with the stock market. We want to learn it. But before you can take part into anything, you have to know the stock market, know the meaning, know the terminology, because you don't want to invest in something that you know nothing about because you're just losing money. You're not gaining Stock trading information. Most investors would be well advised to build a diverse portfolio of stocks or stock index funds and hold them into through good times and bad. But investors who like a little more action engage in stock trading. Stock trading involves buying and selling stocks frequently in an attempt to time the market. So the goal of stock traders is to capitalize on short-term market events to sell stocks for a profit or to buy stocks at a low. So some stock traders are day traders, which means they buy and sell several times through the day, not night. So I reiterate, some stock traders are day traders, which means they buy and sell times throughout the day, not the night. Others are simply active traders, meaning placing a dozen or more trades per month. So that's not per day. Interested in individual stocks? You might want to look them up online to get yourself more familiarized. Investors who trade stocks do extensive research, often devoting hours of the day following the market. You got to follow the market to know the market. Follow the market to learn the check the terminology, writing the words down, and also finding literature and information on the stock market and do the research. They rely on technical stock analysts using tools to charts. A stock movement is an attempt to find trading opportunities and trends. Many online brokers offer stock trading information, including analyst reports, stock research, and chart tools. So you might want to get a little bit more in-depth with it, or you might want to learn a little bit about the stock research charting tools to get an idea of what you're getting into. So, with a short commercial break, I'll be back with bull markets versus bear markets. Bull markets versus bear markets. So don't get anywhere. It gets better right here on this platform talking about the stocks, what to do, basic stocks, and what works and what do not. Would you catch me if I fall for you? Cause I fall if this is your first time listening into Rusty Moy, don't allow it to be your last. This platform, I would say, discusses many issues, but most importantly, relatable ones. Entrepreneurship, education, career path, dating one-on-one. Entering into marriage, childhood development, story time, and first-time authors with children's books, bibliographies, and much, much more. And to learn all about what Rusty Moy is doing, feel free to follow me on the social media platforms. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, Rusty is definitely interested in learning more because that's what makes me better and more creative.
Welcome back, guys. I thank you so much for joining me right here on this platform. If you just tuned in, episode one with Rusty, your host, before I went on that short commercial break, stock market basics, what beginner investors should know. So you want to know a little bit about investing. You want to know a little bit about the stock market. But most importantly, you want to know what you're getting yourself into. You don't want to be involved in a market that you don't know anything about. And when it crash, then who are you going to blame? No one but yourself. So let's dive right in. Bull markets versus bear markets. Neither, neither is an animal you would want to run into on a hike. But the market has picked the bear as the true symbol of fear. A bear market means stock prices are falling. Thresholds vary, but generally to the tune of 20% or more across several of the indexes referred to earlier. Bull markets are followed by bear markets and vice versa, with both often signing the smart of larger economic patterns. In other words, a bull market typically means investors are confident with indicates economic growth. A bear market shows investors are pulling back, indicating the economy may do so as well. The good news is the average bull market far outlasts the average bear market, which is why overall, the long term, you can grow your money by investing in stocks. The S&P 500, which holds around 500 of the largest stocks in the U.S., has historically returned an average of around 7% annually. When you factor in the reinvestment dividends and adjust for inflation, that means if you invested $100,000 versus 1000 30 years ago, you could have had about 7600 today. So you want to explore the 100000 versus the 1000 and the numbers for today. But most importantly, I want to discuss stock market crash versus correction. A stock market correction happens when the stock market drops about 10% or more. A stock market crashes is sudden, very sharp drop in the stock prices. Like October 1987, long, long ago, when stocks plunged 23% in a single day. Done the research, guys. When crashers can hurl a bear market, remember what we mentioned earlier. Most bull markets last longer than bear markets. So again, bull markets last longer than bear markets, which means stock markets tend to rise in the value over time. But you have to be a part of it so you can see the rise. If you're worried about a crash, it helps to focus on the long term. When the stock market declines, it can be difficult to watch your portfolio value shrink. In real time, it do nothing but just kind of manage it. However, if you're investing for a long term, doing nothing is often the best course. So look at the long term gravity versus short term and realize what you're doing with your coin. 32% of Americans who were invested in the stock market during at least last one or the last five financial downturns pull some or of all of their money out of the market. That's according to um, some recent research and surveys, which was conducted online by a couple of polls. Of more than 2,000 of USA adults, among whom 700 were invested in the stock market during at least one of the past five financial downturns in June 2018, the survey also found that 28% of Americans would not keep their money in the stock market if there was a crash today. And why? Because they know they would lose it. It's likely for some of the Americans might rethink pulling their money out if they knew how quickly a portfolio could rebound from the bottom. The market took just 13 months to recover its losses. After the most recent major sell-off in 2015, even the Great Recession, a devastating downturn of historical proportions, posted a complete market recovery 
in just over five years. So what was SAP thinking? Well, I'll tell you, 500 then posted a compound annual growth rate of 16% from 2013 to 2017, which you will know that included dividends. So don't be surprised the growth of the dividends. If you're wondering why you should wait years for your portfolio to get back to zero, remember, what happens when you sell investments in a downturn? You lock in your loss. If you plan to re-enter the market as a center, a sunnier time, you're almost certain to pay more for the privilege and sacrifice part. If not, the gains from the rebound. Curious how long it will be to take the recovery loss? Well, guess what? I'm not going to tell you the downturns. I'm only going to discuss the upturns, the best things that's going on. But what I will discuss with you is the stock market crash calculator. Estimating how a portfolio track of SAP is 500 would have fared and how quickly it would have recovered after some of the biggest stock market crashes and a bear market since the funding um, of SAP is 500 in 1957. The stock market balance before a market uh, drop, we're going to say is 100000 So if you see a portfolio would have fared after that point, would it would have been the recession? Uh, would it have been Black Monday, early 1980s of the recession, or the oil crisis? which is 1973 to 1974. Well, it doesn't matter. We're not going to get into all the technicals of it, of the SAP 500 returns used here and how they were used. But most importantly, I feel that they probably had a downfall during the Great Recession, if you've been following along, because that's when everything crashed. The importance of diversification. You can't avoid bear markets as an investor, and what you avoid is the risk that comes from an undiversified portfolio, as I must say. So I want to discuss this with you guys. Diversification helps protect your portfolio from inevitably market setbacks. If you throw all your money into one company, you're banking on success that can quickly be halted by regulatory issues, poor leadership, or either an outbreak. So just be very mindful of that. To smooth out the company specific risks, diversity by pooling multiple types of stock together, balancing out the inevitably losers and eliminating the risk of one company's contaminated beef will wipe out your entire portfolio. But building diversified portfolios of an individual stock t- takes a, a lot of time, patience, and research, which you have plenty of time to do if you're trying to build with a stock market, build your portfolio. The alternative is a mutual fund. Okay, ETF is an index fund. These hold a basket of investments, so you're auto- automatically diversified. As the SAP 500 index fund, for example, it would aim to mirror the performance of SAP 500 by investing in the 500 companies in the index. The good news is you're combining individual stocks and funds in a single portfolio. One, suggest dedicated 10% or less of your portfolio, selecting a few stocks you believe in, and put the rest in an index fund. I mean, that's the most wise, creative decision I could see a person doing. So I want to discuss methodology. The survey was conducted online in the U.S., I'm going to say in 2018, among 2,000, maybe 24 USA adults ages 18 and older, among who were seven 187 were invested in the stock market during at least one of the past five financial downturns, which could be a recession. I'm just saying. The online survey is not based on probability sample and therefore is no estimate of theoretically sampling error can be calculated. So 
a, a complete survey of methodology, including weighing variables and subgroups, sample sizes, and much, much more. I mean, it's heavy duty. I mean, it sounds pretty heavy to me. But that's what it all boils, boils down to. And it's the nitty gritty of the stock market, the nitty gritty of trying to build a platform for yourself using the stock market, but you want to do it safely and you want to know that you know what you're doing. So I hope this helps. I hope this episode's meaningful. I hope it was enough content and it makes sense because it has to make sense, guys. So if nothing else. Ready for love and to.